Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast series Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson, and today I've got a fabulous brand-new Aussie author, (laughs) Myridge McLeod, and we're going to have a chat about her brand-new book, A Hospital in the Clouds. Now, before we even get into anything, Myridge, I'm going to tell listeners a little bit about your character, Anna. It says here, can Anna outrun her past? Reinventing herself as a nurse in the tropical frontier of Australia, healing her soldier lover, raising her unruly daughter. These are just a few of the challenges Anna Sinclair, a young girl, faces while on the run from the law back in Scotland. As she struggles to establish her own hospital, her past draws her closer and risks exposure of her shameful secret, along with the loss of everything she holds dearest. Now, Myra, that sounds really intriguing. Congratulations. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about Hospital in the Clouds? Sure. Um, I'll start at the beginning, I guess. Sure, yeah. Um, The novel opens in 1918 on a steamy day in North Queensland. Um, It's in a hospital with a nurse called Anna who's tending to an injured soldier called Tom. Now, this day changes everything for Anna, whose real and immediate desire is to establish her own hospital, um, and with that, atone for her past. Mm. Uh, This is Anna's story about herself and Tom, um, and their lives become intensely intertwined and beset by the dark secrets they keep from each other, Mm. in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Intriguing. (laughs) Now, you know, I know this is written in um, the genre of historical fiction and romance, yeah. of course. Yeah. What, why? What drew you to, to write something like this? Um, I guess, well, I love historical fiction um, and like many readers, I like to escape into the past. Um, but with this particular story, I knew I wanted to write about North Queensland. Um, I spent part of my life or my childhood there in Cairns. Um, And these first impressions have stayed strongly in my imagination. We used to drive past um, a derelict building that was once a hospital. Mm. um, And I reimagined it. I imagined its old life. The nurse who, you know, set about trying to establish it in the 1920s. Um, And this was in a very male-dominated profession of medicine at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I had other inspirations. I don't know if this answers the question, but my other inspiration um, was a woman who belonged to a small group of suffragettes in Scotland. Um, Now, they risked their lives, you know, to make a powerful protest for women's rights. And this Mm. was, you know, the age of the suffragettes. Yes. Um, So I wanted to reclaim some of that vitality and the courage of those women. 
And, you know, their experience still resonates today, basically, the, the post-war mm. trauma, women's rights. <laughs> so, yeah, I basically combined and reimagined them to create my own character, Anna. Oh, wow. I absolutely love that. Now, <laughs> uh, you're not a first-time author. You've written another novel called The False Men. Now, is that in any way related to A Hospital in the Clouds? In, in the sense that I have a strong female protagonist yes um and you know it covers social issues mm. and it covers a love story more so than a romance I'd say it's a love story so yes. it's connected in, in that sort of way in the terms of the themes I write about but it's it's very different in the sense that I actually based my first novel on real events very very closely um my character was obviously a complete fictional representation of someone who it did exist, but quite closely to yes. what that person experienced. Wow. So, you know, that brings such an authenticity with it uh, for readers, you know, uh, knowing that. And and uh, I saw that The False Men had won two manuscript awards. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and that your new book has also either been nominated for some new awards or won? Um, yeah, uh, they um, they were screenwriting awards. Um, there's a program called Adaptable um, in run by the Queens and Writers Centre, which yes. um, is run by them and the Screenwriters Association. Yes. So um, it was actually chosen as one of the few to be pitched to the screenwriters. It was basically shortlisted or, or That's amazing. that award. And it also won, um, or it got shortlisted for an award in America, a screenwriter's um, award there. But that was just in its manuscript um, wow. you know, condition, not as it is now. Oh, yeah. don't play it down. That is a huge <laughs> achievement. Thousands and thousands, including myself, applied for that um, oh. adaptable program. So. <laughs> oh, well, one day. Um, one day, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think that's incredible. Now, I know you were a lawyer before. Do you feel like that's really helped uh, with your authenticity and your research for historical fiction? Absolutely. It it really it really informs you know the subject matter of my novels. Um, I think I've got a law case in just about every novel. <laughs> Why written. not? It's what you know. <laughs> um, but also, I think it's it's helped in the research of the novel. Yeah. I think the research skills have helped in my historical um, research as well. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to do to combine that. No. <laughs> I know. I really do know that. <laughs> and, you know, you, you have to be so particular and so careful with events yeah. and timelines. Timelines are a killer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what does my head in. <laughs> yeah. At the moment I'm going from um, 1902 to 2017 and trying to get that correct. And, wow, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So so tell me, here's a, here's a bit of a, a spicy question. What makes your book A Hospital in the Clouds? Why does it stand out from other historical romance okay. books? Sure. Um, look, I think, you know, historical fiction readers like, you know, to read about the past. Mm. They like to escape into the past, basically. Yeah. Um, now, A Hospital in the Clouds, it, it takes you to the 1920s, mm. you know, to the rich and 
unpredictable frontier of North Queensland, tropical North Queensland, as it was then. And mm. it, it goes into the mind of a woman struggling to make a difference for mm. both herself and mm. her society. But that experience, Anna's experience, it still resonates in the world today. Oh, absolutely, it does. Yeah. So, yeah, I think modern readers would feel a connection to the past through that book. Yeah. And yeah. I guess as far as it, you know, why would it stand out from others? It's I, I haven't really come across another story written about North Queensland in that era or any particular individual yeah. from North Queensland yeah. or Cairns, I should be more specific, um, or a fictional book anyway. Yeah, clever, so, clever. Yeah. Clever lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you're quite well seasoned um, and celebrated as a writer, author. Tell us, what does the writing process look like for you? We're all so different. What what does it, uh, Myra, what does it look like for you? Well, I mean, I've been writing for quite a few years now. I um, I started, my first novel was written as part of a creative writing arts degree. Um, and, you know, so that really helped me with producing that first historical yes. fiction novel. Yeah. Um, but I've been writing for quite a few years, and it actually takes me a few years to produce this work of fiction. Um, so you start basically, you know, you you get the story down, and you mm. try not to edit it too much. <laughs> you 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 know, this is the this is the fun part, the creative part, you it know, because when you go back, you basically oh. spit at your work. You go, oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> I totally hear you. So that's why I call it the fun part. The fun part is getting like it on that. the page. And also maybe, maybe I'm a bit weird, but I really like the research part as well. Oh, I like so I. Yeah. finding out things I didn't know about, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and getting that down and creating that world. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. You're so, not weird. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and even if you are, we'll be weird together. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's – and then so you – do you plan the entire story or, or it, does it kind of – is it organic for you? Yeah, it's funny that there seems to be two kinds of writers. There's there the well-organised planning type who've got <laughs> all the chapters set out, all mm. the subplots, um, and there's the other type who thinks, oh, that's a great idea, and they let it grow organically. Look, I think – I used to lie and tell people I actually planned my book <laughs> just to keep no. them happy because they everyone completely disapproved of the organic approach. So really, I probably am a mixture of two, but really yeah. I have to say it's a very organic development for me. Mm. And also the research informs events and, you know, the issues I want to get around and I sort of meld that in as I go. Yeah. So I, I do have a rough outline of who I'm writing about, what I want the theme to be, yeah. Yeah. and basically start from there. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting for listeners, um, that there is no right or wrong, and it's it's no. got to be authentic to you. One yeah. thing I learned, and, and perhaps you would agree or disagree with me, is I didn't put enough time into strong character profiles um, many moons ago. Yeah. Do you do you spend a lot of time sort of developing your character first, or does does your character sort of evolve? That's a very good question, <laughs> and I have to say, as part of the organic process, my mm. characters tend to evolve. Okay. They yeah. they start with a seed of who this person is. Yeah. But as they start to interact with the other characters in the book, 
their character either you know draws out through yeah. that interaction or even develops through that interaction so yeah. Yeah. i'd have to say once again it's it is got a an over, you know kind of organic growth to it but i always set them up who i want to write about what sort of person i want to write about at yeah. the start yeah wow that's that's fantastic now tell me myred um, there has to be something else coming. You know, you're, you're clearly very passionate about what you do. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. next? Um, <laughs> sneak peek? <laughs> yeah, sneak peek. Well, I'm I'm in the editing process. I've just finished a time slip novel, which I oh, had wow. a, a tremendous amount of joy writing. Um, it's time slip from modern times to early medieval times. Oh, wow. Um, you know, involving a monk and a modern lawyer, female lawyer. <laughs> Just a simple topic um, there. Where yeah, the, <laughs> the, the research for that was absolutely, that took a few years because wow. um, it involved a lot of, um, you know, not just written reports. I'm writing, about, I'm writing about a time before, you know, people used to actually write the words, in an, or at least in the area I'm writing about, there was no formal form of writing, and it had a lot to do with the pagan culture and their religion Um, so I I didn't have proper records I had to take it from archaeological sources everything I wrote so I've anyway I've just finished that (laughs) wow so clearly you're a person that likes to super challenge yourself (laughs) (laughs) probably I have have been accused of that (laughs) I I love it straight away because it's so unusual Um, I'm going to look out for that one you heard oh. it here first, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Myred, I know you're going to be a great sport because you told me you would. <laughs> thank you, thank you, in advance for my little segment here called A Minute Inside Your Mind. Now, it's okay. for our listeners to get to know you a little bit um, <laughs> so that they know they have to rush out and buy your book because you're such Ooh. a gorgeous human. So, <laughs> are you game to do yes. uh, Great, thank you. Bring it on. Bring it on. I love I love it. And you can say pass if you don't want to answer the question. All, All right. right? Okay. Myra, if you could be any superhero in the world, who would you be? A superhero? Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I, uh, yeah, I'd like to be uh, Zelensky, Ukrainian <laughs> president. I think what he's done. You know, he started out as a mere entertainer and everyone sort of underestimated him. Yes, yes. But he's become an incredibly powerful war leader. So, yeah, yeah I'd like to have that power. I think if the shoe fits, and I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could witness any event from the past, what would you yeah. like to see? Well, I think this might be obtuse but because of the novel i've just written mm-hmm. yeah, no, fair <laughs> i'd enough. love to go back to early medieval uk yeah. and witness viking invasions <laughs> oh, wouldn't it just be fascinating it would just be mind-blowing yes so good answer there what was the book you loved as a kid oh um the arabian nights oh as a child wow as a child um, I think it was a special kids version because it came okay. in a pink cover with cartoon-like things on oh, the front gorgeous. of it. Yes. But I um I read it till its cover wore off actually. But I, I have to say, 
a close second was um, Elon Mitchell's Brumby books, The Silver Brumby. Oh, absolutely agree. And yes. I read that when I was a child in Scotland, and I just wanted to come out here straight away and oh. see Brumbies when I read that. And here you are. Is yeah. there Brumbies in your novels? Um, actually, no, just plain Ooh. horses. Okay. Well, there's horses. <laughs> food for thought, food for thought. <laughs> Tell me three words that describe you, Marit. I'd say curious. I say determined. Uh, I say imaginative. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, they're gorgeous. Absolutely. Second last question. What's your favourite room in your house? Has to be my messy study here that I'm <laughs> sitting in. It's where <laughs> you're most creative, books right? piled everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Last question. Your brand new novel, A Hospital in the Clouds, why does everybody need to buy it? Okay, um, I think, as, as I said before, it appeals to historical fiction readers. It's, um, you know, it's going past, it's opening up a real and authentic word, world. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had to mm -hmm. kind of open the door, so to speak, yeah. to let yeah. people step into this world. So I think I've created that something that rings true, that rings mm -hmm. authentically, and that's mm -hmm. that's a theme I like to get through in my novels. Um you know, I've written about an era that's largely been forgotten. Mm. You know, now North Queensland Cairns is full of tourists looking, you know, admiring the Great Barrier Le Reef, the lush yeah. jungles. Yeah. But yeah. that historical town of Cairns, that area is so very different now from the tourist city it has become or that that is yes. the historical town as yeah. it was. Yeah. So it seems to me the past is begging to not be forgotten in that area. So, Yeah. <laughs> And that's clearly one reason out of, I would tip many, that you're on this uh, earth, Myra. So wow. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> pleasure. Look, it's been an incredible honour to have some of your time today. I oh, know I you. am really inspired by even talking to you, so I know listeners out there will be as well. Listeners, yeah. I encourage you absolutely to get out there and grab yourself a copy of A Hospital in the Clouds. It's available now at all good bookstores, in libraries right around Australia and obviously everywhere online. Support Aussie authors like Myred and myself and all of us out there. Um, Myred, I wish you every bit of success going forward and congratulations. I look forward to watching your journey. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kel. Pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.